Right, welcome to episode three of Stay at Homer, uh, the podcast uh, where two British men get rewatch every episode <laughs> of The Simpsons because uh, we're not allowed to go out. Um, yep. So this today's episode is called um, Homer's Odyssey, and it's a nice title, nice kind of play on words, but yeah, um, had to happen, didn't it? At some point, that that uh, pun. <laughs> yes, and this was originally transmitted in on January twenty first, nineteen ninety, uh, and mm. so now it feels like we're into uh, a kind of weekly cycle. It sort of started with um, the Christmas special, and there was a bit of a two week break, mm. and now it feels like it's a, we're now on a weekly cycle. And um, yeah, it was it's, it was written by Jay Kogan and Wallace Wolodowski, Wolodowski, yeah, uh, and. Um, so it's a real, uh, it's quite a Homer episode. This we were talking yesterday about how the show's mm. focus shifts around, and you know, initially it started to feel like it was about Bart, but then it moved on to Homer. And this is yeah. definitely a Homer show, and it's almost like a Homer origin story, isn't it? Of how he becomes <laughs> this sort of uh, safety inspector at the plant and um, goes through a good point. an yeah. existential crisis uh, and sort of, you know, becomes. The character who we all we all know and love yeah absolutely and um uh you know in many ways it's a really it's taken a big step forward from the first two i think i don't know we'll, we'll go through it in a minute but um i don't know if you found that it was quite um more gag heavy a little bit uh a little bit pacier than the first yeah. two that we saw um but we'll see as we go through it I was surprised yeah, just before we go into that. I was surprised to learn from Wikipedia that it was the first script finished, even though it was the third episode aired. Yeah. So that's interesting. <clears throat> yeah, and it's strange that um, it feels still feels quite loose in terms of the edit. Uh, yeah. You know, it feels like there's a, there's it, it, things are being let, left to run for maybe a second longer than they should. Yeah. Or longer than we're used mm. to later on you know the, the cuts the cuts are much quicker the cuts are much sharper um mm. yeah so anyway um uh so we begin uh with a um trip to a school trip to the nuclear power plant uh on the, yes. on the coach and we first meet otto the bus driver a sort of stoner kind of guy who drives a bus yes. uh and <laughs> Um, but obviously sort of idolizes Otto and he shows him his tattoo. Uh, and, you know, in many ways, Otto is the, is the, is Bart's <laughs> role model of someone he would like to, like to become in the future. Yeah. <laughs> failing to he looks up it. with him at awe, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Failing to sort of recognize it. It's just a, driving a bus is the school bus is not particularly something to aspire to as a sort of ultimate career goal. Um, I love, um, I love Otto's line when he turns up late. He says, yeah, party, tar- party hardy equals tardy. Yeah. And you really see the, the Simpsons, the erudi- erudition, the erudite uh, mm. element there in terms of the writing really starting to come through. Um, yeah. So everyone finds their seats. Mrs. Crabapple's on there. Uh, Bart gets on the bus and he's forced to sit next to Wendell, who is a great <laughs> recurring sort of background character. Who, um, when I used to watch it with um, friends, we would. Wendell was almost like a cult character, isn't he? We would just. I would always yeah. say, "There's Wendell," and you would spot Wendell, <laughs> sort of in the background, this pale-faced, sort of sickly kid, and um, uh, and everybody yeah, knows. Great. 
I think everybody recognises that kid, don't they, from when you were at school? There's always a kid who um, yeah. <laughs> just sort of doesn't seem to belong belong there. And, um, yeah, it's just sort of quite sick yeah. and, and just just desperate to thinking, what am I doing here? Why have I been forced to come to this place with all these people? <laughs> um, so then we meet yeah, Sherry and Terry, who are the sort of two kind of, a bit like the two girls in The Shining, I thought. It's sort of... Um, yes, definitely. You know, twins. Yeah, that's... Kind of, um, that's the reference. Yeah, who who sort of torment Bart and get him into trouble, and he's forced to sing, uh, and um, there's a kind of bit of a slapsticky sort of gag at the end where he goes, "Hey, Wendell, you made it through the journey without puking," and he slaps him on the back, and obviously he pukes. Um, yeah, and then we're inside... you, just on those twins, they are quite they are quite creepy, Sherry and Terry, aren't they? Um, and I think yeah. you're right. It's that it's that reference to the. Uh, the Shining, <laughs> but but the, the yeah the whole thing they they get creepy moments throughout The Simpsons, but um, yeah they're immediately annoying for their sort of duplicity and um, winding up Bart and appearing to be you know haloed, but uh, but actually being two nasty little kids. Yeah, and um, I think again this is just a show giving us a sense of Bart's world a little bit more, uh, just a school. The characters around him and and uh, his his general general sort of rhythm of Bart's life and um, so in mm. in the in the nuclear power plant we get an absolutely fantastic uh, sort of information film about nuclear energy. Uh, yes, shown which is sort of like obviously some sort of hasn't changed since the fifties. And um, <laughs> it's... there's a there's a whole slew of these later, aren't there? But this is another first. Um, uh, yeah, this one's the first t- time we see something like that. It's a, and it's got has the wonderful title nuclear energy is it our misunderstood friend which is the great title <laughs> which is quite passive smiling aggressive. joe fisher yeah <laughs> yeah a sort of passive aggressive title and it stars uh smiling joe fisher who is a kind of animated character radioactive radiation radiation sort of icon who um mm. explains the ins and outs of, of nuclear energy and how it all works and ultimately what what's great about it is it's obviously just totally uh, saying that nuclear energy is a great thing and it powers the world and um, yeah, it's just a it's just a big cheerlead for, for nuclear energy and it's sort of it's a little side note at the end where he says what about all this excess toxic waste don't worry about that we just sweep it under <laughs> the carpet and he literally sweeps it under the carpet under a carpet. <laughs> And and um, it gets away, which is you know in a, in a yeah it gets away. That's right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that that's wonderful. That's a, that's probably one of the first examples, along with last week's uh, yesterday's episode, where a, a mm. bloke goes on that sort of Igmar Bergman esque kind of fantasy about you know mass problem yeah. visualizing a mass problem. That's one of the that's another one of the show's great sort of meta mm. set pieces. Um, yeah, and it's the first um, cartoon within a cartoon that we get, which becomes <clears throat> something The Simpsons does, doesn't it, with Itchy and Scratchy, but also other educate. There's some great educational ones coming up. Um, yeah, the Zinc one is a favourite, but yeah, yeah, um, it's a great trope that I think they do great with that. Yeah, so so Bart sees Homer working there at the plant as they as they take a little tour. Homer waves to Bart, crashes into some pipes, and causes an accident and gets fired. And um, yeah. Sherry and Terry's dad, it turns out, is a supervisor who fires Bart just to kind of twist a knife on his um, his encounter with them earlier. Um, so yeah. Homer's depressed at breakfast, and he um, they're all trying to encourage him to find a new job. Um, mm. And so 
you, we have a great little sequence where lots of doors are slammed in his face as he tries to get a new job, including his own, as as um, I think it's Bart says, don't keep going, Dad, don't worry, don't get discouraged. Um, <laughs> so he goes to Moe's Tavern, and wonderfully, we get the debut of Bart's prank calls to Moe here. Um, yeah. which I is freely. I do yeah. really, yeah. And so uh, Mo is calling, hey, everybody, IP freely, and they're laughing. And um, <laughs> and then Mo, Mo traditionally, as we'll see later, um, sort of responds with a particularly ultra-violent threat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to slice your heart in half. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to slice your heart in half, yeah, which is pretty cool. <laughs> and we... The great sort of dramatic irony is obviously nobody knows who that is. Homer doesn't know who that is. Says so you get that little punk one day, Mo, and it's obviously his own son. Um, yeah, it's a great. So, that's, and then that's another thing that's going to run, isn't it? Um, yeah, absolutely. For a few episodes. Mm. Yeah, we've let to get to. I mean, IP for really is quite kind of funny, but we've let to. We've yet to get to the glory of Hugh Jass, which is to come in a few. Well, come yes. later. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Marge. This Homer sort of says, oh, "I'm never going to find another job." Marge is, you know, consoles him uh, and suggests she can go back to the old job she had before uh, when she was a waitress. Mm. And there's a little sort of vision of her being um, lecched at by two sort of customers and realise <laughs> that's not a good idea. And then, yeah. um, so Homer's depressed, he's sort of unresponsive. The kids try and cheer him up and Maggie wonderfully pokes him in a POV shot in the eye. And you see... <laughs> yeah, that's lovely animation, yeah. that. That's great. Yeah, that's a great and, piece of animation. Well, he, he doesn't. He won't get up from the couch. He uh, can't find a beer. And um, oh, before smash- we move on from that, there's, it's great. Yeah. Just a little aside, because at this stage we're starting already to see jokes that go by so quickly that you have to watch it a second time. That yeah. was something that I think the Simpsons did really well all along. But um, the thing that made me chuckle in this one was he's watching Loaf Time, the channel for the unemployed. <laughs> um, <laughs> And those, those, that's that's something that Simpsons does really well. It's like a really throwaway little gag, but mm. you know, it's constant. You can't pick them all up. We won't pick them all up in these um, episodes, mm. but things like that are fantastic. Of course, he sees the Duff ad, doesn't he? The um, beer. That's a temporary solution. That's a temporary solution. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. Great line. Um, yeah. And so you can't find a beer. Thinks, oh, I need to go and buy a beer. Uh, smashes uh, Bart's piggy bag. Yeah, um, he's really gone low now, hasn't he's he? Done. You know, he's sunk so low. <laughs> And uh, decides to commit suicide. It's just kind of a dark, a dark turn. It's very <laughs> the show takes. Um, but and... by the way, sorry to slow you down, but the, right. I love yeah. the again when in the in the fridge when he's looking for the beer and he gets a cake that says, "Don't worry, Dad, we're all behind you." He just chucks it away. Um, oh yeah, you know. Yeah. The, the one thing that could give him solace is his family is love, and that is, it means he's just looking for beer. Yeah, um, yeah, he's def- um, definitely a dark moment. So what, what's strange about Homer's decision to commit suicide is that he decides to do it by um, getting a large boulder and tying tying a rope around it, tying it around himself, a rope around himself, and sort of walking to a bridge to throw himself yeah. off. Um, and presumably the boulder to weigh him down in the water. Yes. Um, which is kind of, even even committing suicide, you know, obviously Homer. Makes makes complica- complicated and difficult and makes a poor decision to play. Did, um, did you hear his little aside while he was doing it? He says, uh, nothing's easy <laughs> as he's lugging it. Yeah. And he, he passes an elderly couple on their sort of porch rocker 
Um, mm. And I think does one of them say, looks like he's going to go and kill himself or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really dark little moment, really, yeah. in the show. And we think about this as yeah. like the third episode of a series. Yeah, um, crazy. It's already pretty on the edge, you know, to, to have a scene where the main, one of the main characters is contemplating mm. suicide. So, yeah. Um, so anyway, he goes to the bridge, uh, the family find find his note, which is quite a sad, very sad moment. It's quite a long sequence when he writes his suicide note. Um, yeah. They find his note, they go to save him and they're almost hit by a car and Homer sees that, saves them from the car and um, says, oh, this is a dangerous intersection. Somebody needs to put a stoplight here. And um, yeah. he now realises that, you know, he, he has his existential crisis is over and he has a purpose in life to make things safer, yeah. to make things safer yeah. for others. Um, which whatever you think of how he goes on to become what happens is with his safety yeah. inspector, that, that seems to mm. be Homer's sort of raison d'etre. So, it's like you said, it's his origin, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great, I hadn't thought of it like that. I, <laughs> I like his line, um, you know, I'm not going to stop at a stop sign. <laughs> yeah, that's a great um, line. Yeah. I'm going to carry on and give some more signs. Yes, yeah, <laughs> nice little throwaway lines in there. Yeah. And, um, and you know, a slight, a slight dig at health and safety culture, maybe just the idea that just putting signs up, it will solve everything. Um, yeah, because they get more and more sort of um, facile, don't they? Yeah. Uh, the signs that he puts up. Which um, is a wonderful flash forward, Tim. Sorry to slightly digress to mm. one of the one of my favourite episodes where Bart falls down the well. And um, oh, yeah. Homer says, I'm going to make sure no one falls down this well ever again. And the last thing <laughs> you see is him putting a sign up that says, caution, well. Yeah. <laughs> so so he, he will never lose that urge to put signs up to stop <laughs> to stop danger. Okay, yeah, so that's a good link. Yeah. At City Hall, uh, um, Homer presents his plan for a stop sign and a dangerous intersection, and um, mm. it's accepted. And suddenly, as often happens in The Simpsons, you know, there's a, there's a mob and there's a great, there's a huge groundswell of support <laughs> immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's the, kind of like a local hero. Um, and you get yeah. your montage of newspaper headlines. Um, which is wonderful because because about three or four newspaper headlines show Homer's successes with putting signs up, um, mm. and then yeah. you get a last one that says "enough already" or something like that, which is a great another great <laughs> meta gag. Enough yeah. with the signs already, or something. Um, yeah, it's great. <clears throat> yeah, and so, but he still thinks he needs to do more, and he and he realizes that the main source of danger isn't this intersection; it's the nuclear power mm. plant, where from where he's just been fired from. So. He sort of takes a, a a big campaign to um to take on the nuclear power plant and um, make things safer. Um, I think it's around about this time we see a pullback of the nuclear power plant and the surrounding sort of water river, mm. uh, which and we see Blinky, the three-eyed fish. First, first appearance of Blinky. Yeah, yeah. we will see him yeah. soon in, a, in an episode Actually, that, later that... this season. That occurs earlier. You've misremembered that. That was in oh, okay. the um, when they were when they were going around the nuclear energy plant. But yeah, it's in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another kind of first scene. And also, I'm pretty sure now. Um, I'm positive I saw Krusty on a TV screen in this episode. Oh, yeah. Did you? I, I think that. it was. I think it was a nuclear plant. But there's a little flash <laughs> image of Krusty on the TV. So <laughs> fairly sure we've seen Krusty in every episode. Just a little background oh, image of Krusty so far. Yeah. It's almost like you know yeah. a little cameo from Krusty. 
in, in every episode. Um, we haven't actually met the character though yet. No. So anyway, so wait. he so he um, he's there in front of a large sort of cheering crowd. Well, I don't know where they've come from, but as ever, they're <laughs> transplanted into the scene, and he's staging a process about lack of safety. And thrillingly, we get this amazing pullback up to the a high window overlooking yeah. Homer's Homer's speech and this incredible sh- reveal of the first time we meet Mr. Burns. Um, Properly, yeah. And his, with his elongated sort of alien-like head. <laughs> and um, the, the music swells like darker, doesn't it? There's a, there's a great music sort yeah. of underpinning it. Yeah, yeah like this sort of Darth Vader-esque kind of, um, you know, <laughs> immediately signifying we're, we have a villain here. We, we have a bad character, an evil character. Um, yeah. And he's obviously glowering down at the protest and um, mm. saying, you know, who is this guy? Now, one of the one of the big running gags, Tim, is the um, the fact that Mr. Burns, despite having frequent interactions with him, constantly fails to yeah. recognise Homer. Um, yeah. That's a, that's probably my favourite one of my favourite meta gags in the show. Um, Absolutely, yeah. And so the first thing that happens is Mr. Burns says, "Who is that guy? Who is that man?" And yes. Smithers, we'll go on to Smithers in a minute. Smithers says, yeah. like Tony Simpson, you know, and one of your, usually it's like one of your carbon blobs or something from yeah, this, yeah. this section. But here he just has to introduce Homer and he says, you know, Mr. Burns says, bring him up to me. I want to talk to him. Um, <laughs> now, we can't we can't move on to him without uh, noting a major issue here <laughs> in that <laughs> Smithers appears to be black. <laughs> <laughs> for the, I, I think for the one, I think for the one episode where he's black. Yeah, I've seen various accounts of this that range from it was a mistake to um, they originally thought of him as black, but thought having a servile character as black was a bad idea. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it, it looks odd anyway because he doesn't have the features. Um, no, he, he has Caucasian features with black skin, so it's very odd. But, yeah, um, Smithers is a very specific character, isn't he? You know, he's he is. Um, this sort of nebbish kind of character who is utterly obsequious and um, but also also quite insidious, so a little bit sort of dangerous and unpleasant. And um, mm-hmm. it seems odd that he's um, that he's presented in that way. And um, it is, yeah, it's yeah, odd. I, I think it's a mistake. Yeah, yeah, they sort of wash over that, don't they, in future episodes where he is, you know, highly white. Yeah. <laughs> in many many ways or, or yellow yellow yeah um, but, but well before we leave this scene i love you know you talked about setting up this whole thing they definitely had it in mind because when when he meets it at homer he says at last we meet yeah <laughs> which is which is a weird line anyway because he's only just found out who he is <laughs> literally like, like a couple of minutes ago <laughs> yeah and <laughs> i noticed that mr burns's chair is quite a standard chair um in his office mm. and Obviously, we'll soon go on to see how that becomes upgraded to this yeah. kind of like a vast throne, throne-like <laughs> chair. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we get a sense of Mister Mister Burns as this sort of you know dark overlord of the mm. of the town and um, uh, its sort of provider and its antagonist in a sense. You know, it's enemy, the, yeah, exactly. The energy for the town, but also, you know, it's a kind of toxic kind of dependency they have on Mr. Burns. So, you know, his wealth is 
clearly immense. Mm. Um, and um, there's also sorry to interrupt. There's also a nice. I want to bring it in here because one of the things in the Simpsons is background pictures that that crop up. Like there was a nice Einstein picture in the last episode. In this one, just behind Burns, is a picture of him on a horse, <laughs> looking noble oh, while yeah, he's talking yeah. to. Yeah, which is quite. Uh, I love those little things. Yeah, which is quite Vladimir Putin, isn't it? In a way. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, get... that that gets picked up in future episodes, doesn't it? We see weirder and weirder little background images. Yeah. I think there's a Picasso or something of Burns in the later one. Um, yeah, this yeah. sort of strange self-aggrandizement, you know, that, that's something that mm. Putin certainly has, you know, of him wandering around topless yeah. sort of, you know, wrestling <laughs> tigers or whatever. So um, uh, so Mr. Burns offers home a new job as a safety inspector, mm. which is obviously a key moment. Um, Homer accepts yeah. and then, but Mr. Burns says, now you've got to go out and tell the crowd that, you know, that leave, leave this process. This power plant is safe. He steps yeah. out and then he has a change of heart and heads back and says he can't do it. Um, mm. And so Burns, you know, gains a bit of Burns' respect, really. And Burns says, oh, I can see you're passionate about safety and, you know, you're you're a strong character. So I, I respect that and I'm going to keep you on as a safe, safety inspector. Um, yeah. And so Homer goes out, uh, announces his new job and... Um, the crowd cheers, and he does that great little celebratory dance, which I re- always enjoy for some reason. I don't know; it's, it's weirdly awkward and po- poorly animated, but I still, yeah. I still enjoy it. <laughs> it's uplifting. Yeah, yeah. He gets um, he gets the crowd surf as well, which is which is a great Homer moment. In fact, this is quite an upbeat ending after all the darkness, isn't it, of the the near suicide and so on. Um, we it actually ends with a with a po- on a positive note. Yeah, and he falls, doesn't he? He falls into the arms of the crowd, and they come up on their shoulders, mm. chanting his name. And, yeah. you know, Homer is, has become really strongly established throughout the, throughout the course of that episode, isn't it? And it, there's, no, there's no little twist at the end. There's no turn of, um, you know, of anything, really. It's more about, it's yeah. much more of a, a Homer episode. Definitely. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's firmly entrenched his sort of working environment as well, which is a great setup for the rest of the, of the show, really. Yeah. I think um, that, that is the first appearance of Smithers. Just going back to Smithers. Um, yeah. Um, I noticed that he um, actually no, forget that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's um, well. I mean, you know, what what have we got first here? We've got Otto Blinky. First proper introduction of Burns and Smithers. Yeah. Um, oh, there's a bit of the graffiti of El Barto. That that's a little um little subtle detail that we get later oh, yeah. isn't it El Barto the graffiti I like that bit um mm. so a few little firsts again um yeah what do we think of it as an episode overall I think I'm going to give this an eight actually because because really? I think it's stepping forward into some of the some of the great pieces I mean I think Burns is is one of my top characters mm. um and there's a the development of Mo. um yeah, there's a lots lots going for this episode, so it's an eight from me. Yeah, I think it's an eight for me as well. I think it has that mm. kind of feeling of um, there's a sense of confidence about it now. It's started to kind of realize what it is and what it's capable of and what it can do and how how rich the show would go on to become and you know complex and layered and how yeah, all and the wonderful characters. And I think you touched upon the darkness of the, the suicide attempt. I don't think there can, can have been a, um, a comic 
animation series that dealt with with mm. suicide um, on primetime TV. Uh, yeah, so I, that's... Mean, I mean, not, not to... Not to over-egg it, it it's, it's, you're talking about a blue-collar worker who has, um, is existentially, is in an existential crisis. And mm-hmm. um, uh, that there's some, there is something acute about that, isn't there? There's something very sharp about the idea that mm. um, it, ordinary people have those feelings too. It's not just about stockbrokers or um, you know, sophisticated yeah. or middle-class people. You have someone who's very yeah. something quite dark about that, and it's very honest as well. And I, I do like this idea that he has just wants needs to find his purpose in life, and and you know just mm. comes across it and decides to kind of pursue it. And obviously, at the end of the show, that's all tied up very well. The end of this episode, and by the, yeah. the fact that he does become the safety inspector, and whatever we, even though we know that he doesn't. He's not. He's hardly a, an exemplary example of a safety inspector. Um, mm. It's it's the intent is there, isn't it? The intention for him yeah. to 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 want to make things safer. Um, yeah, is is a good a good uh, compulsion to have Absolutely. at the centre of that character. There's a there's a great line by Marge in it in the middle where she says, "But but Homer, you've created plenty of industrial accidents, and you've always bounced back." <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. that there's um, there's backstory to all of this in, in the same way that in the opening, Mrs. Crabapple says, you know, we're going on a visit and uh, let's hope it's not like that infamous visit to the state prison. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, there's always a bit of backstory here that, that you know, is, is great for, for filling you in on, on the scenario, but feels fleshes it out a bit, I think. So quite a, and quite a minor role from Bart as well. Um, yeah, just to, that's just true. A little, mm. Just to kind of kick off the... The the, uh, the story at the beginning, and um, I, d- I did enjoy the fact that that's that Bart. We had a, a major Bart episode with Bart the genius, and then they're, they're moving on to um, Homer. And we're also in the next episode. We're going to see um, the family as a whole, really. And yeah, in one of the epi- in an episode that's not not much loved, I don't think, but. Um, has its yeah. certainly has its moments where they go it's into family therapy. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, that's a great one. Oh, well, yeah, I say a great one. Yeah, it's um, it's not not the most loved, but it has its place definitely. Um, but yeah, okay. we'll save that for tomorrow. But um, yeah, great episode. Um, great <laughs> to revisit it. Um, thoroughly enjoying in this dark time of lockdown. Actually, going back to to something I haven't seen probably in decades. So. Um, yeah, it's, uh, these yeah. early episodes. I hope whoever you, you know, whoever you are, wherever you, you are in the world, um, this is like doing helping in some way, some tiny way. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a strange time, and we're going to keep going. We might, have, I think, we're probably going to have a weekend break and just do them on weekdays. Um, see how it goes. Yeah. You know, it's all very fluid. So, um, so yeah, join us changed. tomorrow. Join us tomorrow for. Um, what's the episode called? There's no disgrace like home, isn't it? Which is quite tall. That's one, yeah. But, <laughs> but yes, <laughs> yes. So see you tomorrow. See you then.